Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who is the mystery child? that appears out of nowhere in a family's home. And what does this mystery child want? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You're about to enter the world of the unknown. Possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to show your real ghost stories with us. You can write on through the website, realghoststoriesonline.com. And hey, if you'd like a free copy of our audiobook or ebook. Both of which available on Amazon or Audible for about uh, $15 if you wanted to buy it. If you want it included, though, along with uh, more than 300 bonus episodes, exclusive content, exclusive stories, some of our creepiest ever, and uh, access to our episodes weeks before the release to the public and commercial free, too, then become an extra podcast person. You get all of that stuff for only five bucks a month ghostpodcast.com is where you do it or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to uh, become an EPP, an extra podcast member and keep our program alive. It's uh, Tony and Carol Hughes joining you once again. How are things in your it's world? Alive. It's alive. Alive. Yeah. Tony, how are you tonight? I'm uh, I'm doing well. Uh, we uh, we Have I told you about the bunny that we bought yet? Yes. Okay. So the we, very large one. Yes, we talked about the bunny. Okay. I just I'm just trying it's to think so of uh, cute. Uh, we we have a also we we do not have it yet because it is not old enough to be here yet. Uh but uh we also need a, a barn and a fence, which is underway at some point here very soon. We have purchased a pig. 
What? Yes. And in... Uh, like a large... There are different sizes of pigs. Yeah. And in... Uh, I, 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 the name escapes me right now uh, of what type it is, but it's a it's an interesting one. It's a, a very, like a furry pig almost, and it grazes unlike most pigs and is one of the most uh, family-friendly, kind, it's like a dog, essentially, uh, type of pigs, because we're not raising anything for meat. These are all pets. Um, but uh, he will be coming to our home in a certain amount of weeks once he's ready, and, and we also have the facilities ready for him. So, yeah, we're slowly uh, slowly adding to the uh, the farm. It's legit. We're when getting animals. I've, I've seen, um, and people can look on your Instagram page, yeah. because the... Um, the bunny is adorable. Yeah. And then you've got pictures with Harper and the bunny, which makes it even cuter. Yeah. Like, how can you resist a kid in a rabbit picture? And it's crazy. That rabbit from those pictures is now like twice the size in a week. Holy shit. This thing what is... What will be its yeah. size when it gets fully I, grown? I believe like, like around like 25 pounds. Shoot. Yeah, it's, it's going to be bigger than our small dog. <laughs> So, uh, it's, uh, it is the largest, uh, I, I correct. I could be wrong on this, but I believe like the largest domesticated or pet type rabbit, uh, in the world is, is this a Flemish giant. Uh, maybe I'm wrong in that exact terminology or entitlement, but that's, it's something of that nature. That's crazy so, big. There you go. It's uh, it's exciting, and we were talking about cows earlier, about uh, what we're going to get there. Mini cows, mini Herefords, and Jen's watching for all this stuff. So, anyway, that's life on the farm. I won't bore anyone else <laughs> with uh, with that. Uh, I love it. Yeah, we're excited. It's fun. We love it out here with the animals and telling ghost stories. Last night, I went out with my camera, and I was amazed uh, how good uh, outdoor pictures my phone takes uh, at night. And uh, some of the pictures I took, I put it up on my Instagram, at Tony Bruski, B-R-U-E-S-K-I. And it's of our house and the stars and just kind of the lights off of it. And one of the pictures looks just like a 1980s straight to VHS horror movie cover. Just all the lights on in the house kind of blaring out, almost like the house is a person and some eerie orange and a glow. It was just great. But, uh, I'm gonna look right now. Yeah, check it out while we get into the uh, the first story. It's on uh, it's on Instagram. Eight five five eight five three forty eight zero two is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our first story. It says, "I just started listening to your show a few weeks ago, and I've been really enjoying it so far. It made me think about all the weird experiences that I've had through growing up, and a few little things here and there nowadays. When I was two, my family moved to Western Massachusetts, where my dad is from, and eventually moved into an old house that we split up into three apartments. Everything was normal when we lived on the lower level, besides the fact it was right next to a busy bar where motorcyclists loved to rev up their bikes at 3 a.m. every morning. When I was around five or six years old, I decided that I wanted to live on the top floor, which was the biggest apartment in the building. I guess that was, uh, I was adamant about it because one day after school, my parents told me to cover my eyes and they led me up the stairs to our new apartment. I was ecstatic. I ran around, started planning where I'd put all the furniture and, of course, to see my room. The only negative thing now was that my room was now overlooking the bar, which was a lot noisier. I have a few memories that really weirded me out while living there. But when I got older, I found out there was a lot more activity than I realized. The first thing that I noticed while I was alone in the house, I was an incredibly young latchkey kid. 
was hearing my mom calling my name out. This usually happened when I was in my room and it would come from the kitchen on the other side of the apartment. Of course, after investigating and realizing that I was the only one home, I'd always go back and hide in my room. Second experience I can remember was one evening I fell asleep on the living room floor as I did a lot while watching movies with my family. For some reason, my parents left me on the floor with all the lights off. Hours later, I woke up and my heart started beating faster and faster. I was not able to move because I was instantly afraid, especially when I realized that there was this weird blue light hovering in the middle of the pitch black living room by the couch. I watched it bob up and down while I was trying to hold still. I was afraid to breathe in case it could hear me. I do not really remember what happened after that. I think I stayed until I fell back to sleep on the floor. My other memory from that place, that was uh, that one night around 3 a.m. when all the motorcyclists would take off from the night, I saw a shadowy figure peeking in and out of my closet. I screamed for my dad as loud as I could until he came in and checked to see if there was a man in the closet. Nobody was there. I was terrified, but never saw it again. Years later, when I was 12, I'd been living near Portland, Oregon for four years. My dad decided to move closer uh, to me from Massachusetts. I'd been living with him for about a year when we started talking about the old apartment that we lived in. That's when he told me his stories. I could not believe it, but after thinking about my experiences, it felt like it made sense. He told me that it started after we moved upstairs. One day he was bringing his vinyl collection up into the attic that was in the master bedroom. He went up and down plenty of times because he had a ton of boxes. He said there was this weird reddish-brown spot on one of the top steps, and every time he stepped there, it felt like he was stepping on something squishy. He just brushed it off, ignored it. Then other weird things started happening, like hearing loud boots stepping on the roof repeatedly. He'd go outside and look up to see nobody there. Then he started hearing a baby or a woman crying every night when he tried to sleep. At that time, we'd not have anyone living downstairs in the old apartment. The most frightening experience he shared with me really scared him. One day, he was in his room. In the corner of his eye, he thought he saw me standing at the end of the stairs from the attic. When he did a double take, he said, It was a little girl that didn't look like me at all. And he realized I'd been taking a nap on the couch. This information was crazy to me. I brought it up to my mom once to see if maybe she had anything weird happen to her while she was living there, and she really didn't want to talk about it. Something about how she did not believe in giving power to it. She did, however, share that one time she kept seeing blurry brown objects zoom really fast out of the corner of her eyes. Only we had a cat, but she was not brown and she was chunky. Even that, uh, we'd notice her run. She thought that the people who lived up there before us where it did maybe did satanic rituals. I don't know how she believes that or why she said that, but that's what she said. Sorry for the long story. Just feels nice to talk about it after all these years. I hope to share some more recent things that have happened sometime soon. Thank you very much. So lots and lots of things happening in the old apartment. When when um, they were telling the story about falling asleep on the floor like what parents leave their kids sound asleep on the floor like a poor kid wakes up sound asleep on the floor 
parents aren't there, and there's a blue light hovering above him. Yeah, I mean, I think her. only like if the kid wanted to sleep on the floor. I mean, even then, like I, I there were some nights I begged, can I stay, just sleep on the floor and watch TV? No, go to bed. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think you just leave them there on the floor. Like, oh, they're already tired. Just no, I'm gonna go to my room. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to bed. Yeah. The kid can fend for himself. I'll figure this shit out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it is. I mean, obviously, there was something going on there because everyone in the house experienced it. Yeah. It's uh, one of those conversations that you have, uh, you know, in life after the fact and you start to hear folks saying, I don't want to talk about it and this and that. I don't know. I mean, is that when it, when you went through it, too, and um, and you're just trying to make some sense of it. Do you think that's a fair response for a parent to give to a child of I don't want to talk about it when it's something that everyone had to endure? It wasn't like this is just a personal thing over here for me. You know, when my sister was on a couple of weeks ago, yeah. that episode's probably two weeks past yeah. this one. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the night for sure. But, you know, neither of my parents really talked about it when we lived there. Sure. Which is really weird when you're a kid and you're seeing this weird stuff. And then you have a parent that really acts like nothing's happening, but then they're acting like nothing's happening maybe because they don't want to scare you. And then my parents had such a traumatic, uh, dysfunctional relationship. (laughs) Okay. It was really horrible. Um, I think that they were wrapped up so much in how much they hated each other (laughs) that maybe that stuff wasn't really getting through to them. I don't know. Because... We've talked about it as adults, but even then, my mom's just never been like, oh, yeah, that was scary. Now she'll talk about it. But, you know, come to think of it, when I was a kid, we did refer to him as Henry, like everybody in the house referred to Henry. So obviously it was acknowledged that there was something else there. But, you know, I don't know if I was a parent that and lived in a house like that mm-hmm. that I would really want to discuss it with my kids then it kind of validates it I, I, I get does I, it scare me even more I get it during the fact like while it's happening your role is to you know really just be the the counselor here and, and keep them calm it's called a parent uh you know calm and collective and feeling you know safe um so if you have to you know make a fib up like no i don't see that whatever um i get that but all the years later is what i'm talking about like when you're just kind of kind of put these pieces together going was i crazy did i remember that and then I think it, it's something that if you had the experience as a parent and it's years later, you don't live in the same house anymore, you're not going to conjure it back up, things like that. You owe it to your kids to to share whatever it was that happened to you. And so- we did have a big talk with my dad. Um, we were, my dad, we met him. He was a truck driver for the Doobie Brothers at the time. <laughs> and we all met and. <laughs> Denver, Colorado, all five kids. Mm-hmm. And we had a really long talk about it. And and ju- it was very interesting, the whole conversation. I bet. Because everybody, and my dad experienced some really scary shit. Yeah. And so that was kind of validating as an adult. Yeah. But it kind of, I think, messes with you too when you live in a house like that and the fact that your parents don't get along and there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on. But, sure. You know, it's just like when somebody acknowledges it, 
And whatever it is, even if you're you're not in a haunted house, but you're in a horrible marriage, like at some point it's okay to acknowledge it with your children. Like, I'm sorry I put you through that. Yeah, and, and that's, that's what I'm saying. It's almost just kind of like a whether it was, you know, their fault or not, when especially when it comes to a haunting, um, it's just more so like a cathartic thing. It's like, this is something you owe the other just to help each other. Even if you don't really want to go through it again, I get it. But, you know, nobody else is going to be able to, I guess, provide this sort of insider comfort or relatability than you. So you just sometimes got to... I think that's why I like doing the podcast too, is because... It validates my own experiences when I hear other people's because people who haven't lived it, they're like, no, I don't believe in it. Well, of course they don't. It's never happened to you. That's what I say to every everyone who says that to me. I'm like, well, yeah, if it happened to you, you might feel differently about it. Sure. You know, and it's happened to so many people. Yeah. I mean, we hear these stories every week and then I know so many people in my own life that have had experiences. Yeah. And yeah. having that validation, you know, can make mm -hmm. all the difference there. Well, thanks for sharing that story. Our phone number is 855-853-4802 to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our next letter. It says, thank you uh, guys for uh, being so great. I have a lifelong awkward relationship with the weird and unknown. This one may be long, so please feel free to pick and choose the juicy bits. My name uh, is literally my email address, but I'm going to switch names. And uh, you can call me June. In the late 1980s, my parents were a young couple who had just purchased their first farm in rural Indiana. They had a new Great Dane puppy who was a tornado of uh, dopey and adorable chaos with a penchant for destroying anything it could sink its teeth into. Sometimes when my parents would come home, the dog was inexplicably shut and locked in a room where it would have been impossible for the puppy to trap itself. Nonetheless... Lock the door. The floral 80s uh, A-as-fuck touch lamps uh, furnishing the house uh, would uh, turn off and on by themselves, as would the TV. My mom said she and dad had gotten into a spat one night, and my dad walked outside to cool off. She retreated to the bedroom and was watching the bird feeder outside the window. My mom says she heard dad walking up the stairs a few minutes later and felt him walk on the thick 80s as fuck carpet in the bedroom, approaching her where she stood to look out the window, too stubborn to face him after an argument. She says she then could see my dad walk across the yard out of the window and realized he was not the person she feels standing behind her. When she turned around, she was alone. When my parents were in town, the town was about 25 minutes away, the destructive puppy had pulled a photo album from a bookshelf and tore the entire thing to shreds, except for the pictures of the house. Every single photo of the house had somehow been taken from the dog. There were teeth marks visible on the photos. So someone uh, intervened after the massacre had begun and were placed in a neat stack on top of a tall kitchen counter out of harm's way. These were the only photos to survive the puppy massacre, and only my parents, who were both away together, had access to the house because barn burglary is common in rural areas. They always lock the doors and shut the windows before leaving. Who saved the photos, and why, and how? I made a triumphant arrival at the dawn of the 90s. A few months after I was born, my two-year-old sister Stacy would ask my folks about the green man. She would bring up the green man several times, persistent that she had seen him in our room. My parents assumed uh, she was talking about a children's show. 
Sesame Street was the mad uh, notes back then, with Kermit and Oscar and Grouch both being green men. Stacy would ask who he was, and most alarmingly, why he visits uh, baby June, me, if he wants to play. You know, the usual creepy-ass little kid nightmare fuel. One night, my mom was carrying formula bottles in a nursery bag up the stairs from the kitchen to me and my sister's bedroom when she slipped and fell. Bottles and bag flying. After gathering herself, she wrote off the bottles that had tumbled down the stairs and limped to bed for the night. When she woke up in the morning, all the bottles and nursery bag were sitting neatly in a line below my crib upstairs. My dad was not up yet and did not move the bottles, and Stacy was not authorized for stair access yet. Who brought me my baby bottles? And now for the pinnacle of the tale, Stacy had woken up late one night with tooth pain. My mom laid down in bed with her to comfort her back to sleep. After a while, my mom also dozed off. She woke up a few hours, rubbed her eyes, and froze. Standing over my crib across the room was a semi-transparent man with a full-faced beard smiling warmly down at my little sleeping baby face. He was wearing a flannel shirt and cap, jeans. He glowed green with a full-body aura. My mom says that she could feel kindness and comfort and love rolling off of him as he watched over me sleeping and she somehow understood that there was no ill will. To this day, I am like, what the fuck are you talking about? You felt waves of love. He did not notice that she was awake, or at least he did not show if he did. She said she fell eventually back to sleep, uh, wet, but she never saw him again. My toddler sister, though, she confirmed that he and I were still tight for a while after that, I guess. My sister, being two at the time, remembers none of this. And I for sure do not remember uh, having late night sleepy baby bonding time with a full bodied apparition. After this encounter, my mom did some digging into the house. She was able to find a picture of two previous owners ago that uh, would uh, not, do not know it was a guy. It was a dead ringer for the green man, Sans the Green. Despite the obvious uh, tweens, he was uh, just a dead guy with a soft spot for adorable babies chilling in a house that he loved. We moved out less than a year later into a 200-year-old farmhouse with even more stories. I save those spooky tales for another time. June. Those are good. Those are very good. Oh, how brave to move into a 200-year-old farmhouse. Fuck no. I don't know that I could. <laughs> Yikes. Um, that was really interesting. Like, I, I would think instinctually... If I was a mother and I saw a man, even if he was kind of transparent and green or whatever, yeah. like looking over the crib of my child, even though it was lovingly, I think I'd be like grabbing a weapon or something like, get away from my baby. Like, if I walked in the bedroom and one of our pets had somehow gotten up there and was like hovering over my kid, I'd be like, get off the kid. You know, it's like, yeah. it just, it's out of place and, and it shouldn't be happening is, is, you know, so it's we out of, or, out of the ordinary for the dog to be in there at that time. That would, that never would be done. Um, so never yeah. Get those. And then I fell back to sleep. Things yeah. like how, there was a man staring lovingly at your child. Like, how do you fall back to sleep after that? I don't know. That's weird. That one I really don't get. I, you know, I can honestly say I get the, um, 
I fell back asleep after I had the experience because I can raise my hand and say I did. Um, when I had that experience where it felt, I don't know if it was the sleep paralysis thing in that apartment or if it was something else that was going on. I don't know. But I sat there after I was able to move again. I could move my fingers. I knew I could move other uh, parts of my body too, my legs, my arms, but I just chose not to. I was too afraid. Um, but I fell back asleep too. But I think it was just out of sheer exhaustion of laying there or just because I was sitting up, of sitting up and then your body just giving out because you're already in such a sleepy state. Um, that I get that. But when it's your kid, that's a different one. That one, I don't think I could, I could not just go back to sleep. I'd be like getting that kid up. Like we're going to a different room. We're going to a different building. <laughs> you know? well, and I, I don't know. I don't always, I'm a really kind person, but I don't want any guy staring lovingly at, you know, yeah, no matter what, like that's creepy. Yeah. I don't, yeah. And that's, I mean, for a ghost, like, that's awesome that the ghost is, like, protecting your child and cares. Like, I do think that's sweet. Mm -hmm. I just think that I wouldn't react to it that way right off the bat. Then maybe it'd be like, okay, cool. Um, You're here. I'm here. Can't do anything about this. If if I could pick any ghost to uh, help uh, guard the ghosts or help guard the the lives of my great great grandchildren that's just kind of lingering around the house it would be the ghost of chris hansen so when some predator or something shows up at the door <laughs> any teenage boy would come close to exactly them. suddenly it's like why don't you have a seat you over do. there i'm hearing this guy tell me to have a seat over there what, what is that <laughs> what's in your pocket yeah are those condoms, are those condoms? yeah <laughs> That would be the ultimate ghost. Chris Hansen, he's just always staking out people and doing sexual predator stings as a ghost. Fucking That's awesome. A great idea. That would be great. That really would be. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to uh, a caller. Let's hear your ghost story. Hey, guys. My name is Shanna. And I wanted to share a story with you guys from when I was in second grade. Um, One night I was sleeping and I hear my little sister screaming in her room, which is through a shared bathroom. So I go through and find out what's going on with her. And she's sitting straight up pressed against the headboard of her bed terrified and she's pointing across the room so I look where she's pointing and I see a man standing there at first I thought that maybe he was there to rob us Um, but then I continued to look at him and he had a beard a black and white checkered shirt but he was translucent and then I looked at his feet and they weren't there. He was hovering a few inches from the ground. And in my mind at the time, I thought, well, maybe it's a reflection from outside the window. So I look out the window behind me, which is right next to my sister's bed, and no one's there. There's nothing that would obstruct or reflect anything into the room. And I look back and he's still there. And he's looking at us 
with a, a look of terror as if he saw a ghost. And I realized at that time I needed to say something. <laughs> and so I asked him to please leave. You're scaring my sister. Um, you know, I don't know what you want, but uh, we just wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> and so I took my sister with me to my bedroom and we locked the door and that was that. We never saw that ghost again. Uh, that was the first ghost I ever saw, or at least remember ever seeing. Um, I've seen many spirits since then. I'm a very empathic person. Um, I think that's probably what I can attribute it to. Um, but it was interesting because my sister and I saw the same thing. And what's interesting is that about a week before, my best friend at the time and I, we were just playing and we're doing a ritual, if you will, just, you know, how little kids play. So nothing serious, super innocently. And we were asking spirits to come into the house and we had opened the window in my sister's room. And I wonder if that had anything to do with it. And my thinking on that is that even though we were just pretending, I think children are very connected to the spirit world. And um, I think we brought something in um, without realizing it. I talked to my dad about it uh, shortly after we saw the spirit, um, probably the next day or so. And he's seen many ghosts in his life, so he was very open and understanding and totally believed us. Um, and he had an interesting theory. He said that the man, as we described him, looked like what is referred to as a cedar chopper um, from where I was living at the time, which is in Central Texas. And so the industry of that area for the last hundred years had been um, cedar chopping. And that was the main industry. Uh, was for timber and so it's an interesting theory we may never know um i had shared this story with some friends and they said that there is a story or multiple stories going around about the checkered shirt man i think is what they call him um or the plaid shirt man something like that i had no idea other people had saw a spirit similar to this um, he has a beard, sometimes he's wearing a hat, sometimes he's carrying an axe, um, but always having a checkered shirt. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, maybe you guys have something to input on that. And I hope you're well. I really enjoy your show. I've been watching, watching, <laughs> I've been listening for at least two years, probably three at this point, and finally decided to share. I'll definitely call back and share more stories i have plenty um but yeah much love thanks guys holy shit her house is haunted by paul bunyan <laughs> <laughs> or miniature paul bunyan. miniature paul bunyan there's a big blue ox that, that she sees in the backyard too giant hoof prints uh yeah i mean oh my god yeah that's that's like a scary story yeah especially because number one to hear somebody screaming in the middle of the night is always terrifying yeah Nothing ever good is on the other end of whatever you discover. <laughs> and then to see your sister like pointing at something and then you look over and see it and then realize it has no feet. Yeah. Like everything about that story. And then I'm like, maybe the dad was trying to make her feel better. Like, really, you didn't conjure it up. <laughs> it's like 
a cedar man ghost. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that was. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. It's just the spirit of a dead guy who it's used to like, uh, work down the road. Conjure it up, honey. You're okay. Yeah. I think I might default to that. Like if my kid came to me and go, did I conjure that up? <laughs> no. Of course not. Not at all. Yeah. It's, um, I'm glad. Well, kudos for trying to identify it, but I don't know if that's like really right? the right mode to be in at that exact moment in time. And I do like the, that the dad didn't say, because sometimes, you know, stuff like that. Oh, you didn't see that. Yeah. It's like, you know what you saw. That's kind of, you know, I probably would have done the same thing that this dad did. I would have, if, if, if Harper came to me and said, my God, dad, look out in the fog, in the field, in front of the house, there's these men in, in, they look like, like costumes, like, like, like war costumes. I'm like, oh, they're, uh, they're soldiers. Because uh, it's not a far cry for that to possibly happen some no, night in the actually, fog. And I'm, considering I'm, where you live. I'm kind of hoping, I've got my fingers crossed a little bit, quite honestly. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's like, it, there's battles every, there's a, there's a battlefield three miles from here. We're like, like 3,000 some people died. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, there's some haunted shit around here. Um, but as far as we know, as far as Jen's research, we're good. We're not haunted. So... <laughs> <laughs> and all they we do just is walked across your yeah. property to get to the battlefield. Exactly. That's all they did. And we we've completely lined the property line with sage. So we're just growing just oh my god, it's like just sage central. It's no I'm kidding. <laughs> it smells like Thanksgiving here, 365. Uh but uh no. So I don't even know where I was going with that, but uh <laughs> I somehow got down that tangent. But that's just a scary story. The yeah. fact that Especially if you've lived in a house and you've never experienced anything yeah. like that. And then you do. Yep. Like my little sister, when I was a kid, she would sleepwalk. Like after we moved out of the haunted house, mm -hmm. that was about as terrifying as a ghost. Like she would do the weirdest sure. shit. Like she would just get up in the middle of the night. Like I remember one night she got up in the middle of the night and walked into the living room and looked at us. And it's like they're possessed. Yeah. And then she walked in the kitchen and she got a kitchen chair and she took it to her bedroom and she <laughs> sat on it. And we're all like, we're following her around like, what the hell is she doing? Yeah. And it's almost like a possessed person when they're. And so I thought maybe at first it was like, you know, a scary dream or, mm -hmm. you know, she's sleepwalking or seeing something in her sleep. I don't know. But then when she saw it, too, that's yeah. scary. That's scary stuff. And she sits on the chair in her room. This is the movie version. She Then she gets into her room, puts the chair down, sits on it. And then you're all, like, standing there. And she's facing the wall. And her head just completely turns around and looks at you. <laughs> and on, then On the kitchen chair. Yeah, and, and then starts speaking in Latin in reverse in a very baritone voice. But it's not such <laughs> like... It, it, but it's not like... It's not like to create a creepy... Um, like devil like it's like Barry Manilow like it, which makes it all the more bizarre because then all of a sudden the women are like oh my god what a sexy voice you have and it's just it's this weird moment in the movie and then it just you know it, it winds its head and back then she and, goes back to being yep, Reagan and, and all good comedy yep, yep shit that's how it works <laughs> we've we've created the scene at the Copa Copacabana. That's uh, what I want. Yeah. I want a ghost that's going to like throw a party or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. 
And uh, on that story, that's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. And EPP, you sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Get all those extras I talked about at the beginning of the show and keep our show on the air. Until next time, for Carol and Tony, thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.